Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another edition of MCM Radio. I'm your host, Jamie Morris, at jmorrismcm on Twitter. MuseumMiracles.com is the website, at TitansMCM. All right, so a couple things from the first day of practicing pads. Um, that was a good thing. Like I said yesterday morning, I mean, it's just it's fun to hear the pads popping, um, even though I wasn't able to be out there yesterday. Just watching those videos, you know, it just has a different energy. That's how football is meant to be played in pads, obviously, and so when you see those things happen, it just it, it just brings that energy and, and just another reminder that we're close to football. I didn't realize until yesterday the Hall of Fame game is Thursday night this week. So we are, we're there. I mean, it is time for the preseason to get ramped up. And before you know it, the regular season will be here. Um, a few things that I've noticed just kind of following the reports uh, from the different people who are there on Twitter. Roger McCreary seems to be having a really good camp so far. And, you know, he's a guy that has all of the, um, like, besides the length of arms, right, his arms are apparently short. But everything else, like, his measurables are good for a corner. And a, a guy that, you know, I, I think a lot of people had as a first-round talent. Times were able to get him in the second round. And, you know, I, I'll admit it, I mean, I was a little bit blown away when they took a corner in the second round. But the guy has been showing up. I mean, every day it, it seems like there's he's making a play, he's breaking up a pass, um, he's in good coverage. I mean, all those things that that you want to see from that guy. And so, look, at, you, you can never have enough corners in this league. I mean, with the way the game is going, obviously, um, you know, with, with all the passing and all that stuff, that that's just a position that you can you can never have enough depth at. Um, and so, when you've got a guy like that who can come in and play, and you've got Caleb Farley, who we hope can play, Christian Fulton, who we know has been good, Elijah Molden, who's been banged up and hasn't been out there, but you know played well in his rookie season. Um, the Titans are developing some depth at that position, and, and I think that's a really good thing. And you know that that could turn out to be a, a really smart pick by John Robinson there. Speaking of that draft, I mean Traylon Burks again is making plays in practice. Um, you know, again he's a guy that you're seeing his name pop up. Um, made a nice catch in the end zone yesterday with Zach Cunningham in coverage. So uh, I mean. You know, a, a lot was made of, of him and his issues or whatever in, in OTAs, minicamp. But he is he's turned in a, a really good camp by all accounts so far. And I'm really excited to see what he does once they get on the field for preseason games. It'll be it'll just be fun to, to see him out there. Another guy who's having a really good camp is Ryan Tannehill. And, and, you know, there's not a more polarizing figure 
on this roster, maybe in this city right now, than, than Ryan Tannehill. But uh, he is putting together a really nice camp, has been taking care of the football. And I had forgotten that he had a interception problem in camp last year. Um, that was just something that with everything that went on since then, I, I had forgotten that that was a thing that happened. You know, at the time, I think I kind of wrote it off because he's a veteran. He's trying to see what works in camp and what doesn't, trying to get to know guys or, or whatever. But, you know, it sounds like they have made a point of taking care of the football in this camp. And I mean, I do think that's important. You know, camp interceptions are a funny thing. Um, those of you who have been around long enough will remember Marcus Mariota's second or third camp. Maybe it was in his rookie camp. I can't remember. But he didn't throw an interception. And Pete Prisco came out and talked about how that was a bad thing because that meant he wasn't taking enough chances with the football. And, you know, that meant he wasn't going to be a good quarterback. And listen, I'm not here to, to rehash all the Marcus Mariota stuff. But it, it seems to me like there's not a really good or bad answer on, you know, how many interceptions. How many interceptions should a quarterback throw in camp, right? I mean, I, I can't, I, I can't wrap my mind around a world where throwing zero is a bad thing, right? <laughs> Taking care of the football is a bad thing. Like that, that doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I do think that maybe we shouldn't have written off the all the Tannehill picks in camp last year. I mean, I, I don't know everybody that did. I did just based on what we had seen from the year and a half before from Tannehill here, but. You know, again, it seems like he's locked in and, and he's ready to go. And I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what this offense can look like with him back there, with Derrick Henry back and ready to go. Um, you know, hopefully with a, a receiving group that is at least good at the top. Um, but, I mean, you've got – if you watch those the highlights from yesterday, I mean, Nick Westbrook, Akine, which is apparently how you say his name now. Or, I mean, apparently that's how you were always supposed to say his name, but he corrected um, people the other day. I heard that from Mike Keith on the OTP. Um, Nick Westbrook, Akine out there running good routes. Uh, Kyle Phillips, I mean, you watch that dude run routes and, and you get it. You, you get why he, why he was drafted. You get why, you know, he's a, he's a lock to make this team. And, and a guy that, you know, in the slot could be a difference maker for them. Um, so, I mean, I, I think they've got some pieces that are pretty exciting. And, again, with the loss of A.J. Brown, you talk about the, the hit that the top of the group took. And, and that's certainly true. But if the, if the overall depth of the group, if they can play well enough to, you know, kind of uh, the sum of the whole – or the sum of the parts is better than the whole type of thing. Like if, if that group can raise the floor of the overall wide receiver group, you may not miss AJ Brown as much. So um, anyway, those are just some things that I've noticed just kind of following everything as, as we go throughout the day on Twitter. So that'll do it for today. Uh, as always, check out musicmiracles.com. Plenty of updates and stuff from things that go on in camp. Subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out Music City Miracles Podcast. You'll find us there. Again, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jim Morris MCM. The website is at Titans MCM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.